0: Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports adjacent audio forum. I'm Chandler.
1: That's back Alec. and better than ever. That's Alec. Uh, we are back, reunited, and it feels so good. I think we say that every time that we take a break or come back. Like back and better than ever. Yeah, if like one of us goes on a trip. I think like
0: three of our episodes are titled that. I, it's, like, it's just brotherly love. Yeah, it's like we just get so excited. Uh, <laughs> also, there's like 100, almost 100 episodes. Yeah. Check them all out. It's crazy. This is episode ninety five. I'm not counting last week's little five minute. Um, but yeah, we put out almost a hundred pieces of content out of the sneaky athletic podcast portal. And it's not done. That's right. It doesn't stop. Uh this is a roly, not a stopwatch. It don't ever stop.
1: Shout out Drake. Uh Ugh. so we Is that on your Spotify wrapped? No, he wasn't. I did you see one of our friends had him on his on their Spotify wrapped? That's Okay, we'll get to that here in a all second. Right. So we're
0: going right. to have our regular segments talk a little NFL and sports in general. Uh, but before we get to that, got to give a quick shout-out to our number one sponsor up there in God's country, Northwest Missouri, Fertilizer Service Company. They've been with us since day one. They have all your fertilizer needs covered from planting through harvest. They are your go-to. So if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402. They're off Highway 59 in Fairfax Mo.
1: And as you know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. And our second sponsor, proud to be it, okay with not having the number one spot. That's right. Thrive Fort- God damn it. Thrive Sports Fantasy app. Go online. It's like your DraftKings, your fan duels. It's the same thing. But you know what? If you enter the code S N E A K Y, what does that Y stand for, Chandler? You will get twenty dollars to win a a hell of a lot more money That's right. if you just follow our bets. We'll post them a little later this week. Bada bing. And everybody needs to go ahead and hashtag. Prop up. There we go. All right, let's get started. Milded my soul, I gave it all.
0: It does feel good to be back. My little, I know you, I actually, I didn't even really, I kind of halfway texted you about doing that little five minute deal, but then I just kind of like did it on a whim. And I was
1: like, I slept and then I like woke up and immediately had to do something. And then like, I looked at my phone and I was like, I am a bad co-host.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it was, I threw it together on like, I think last Monday. Cause I knew like last Wednesday I was right. traveling doing shit. And then Tuesday I had, you know, looking glass to, to edit so i was like ah oh, fuck it i got like 10-15 minutes just threw it together real quick did you re-record it yeah i did went through like did like four takes yeah same thing yeah. Uh,
1: last time i had to do a solo intro yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah.
0: just takes on takes gordo was sitting here next to me He's like fucking wrap it up bud you yeah, got walk to who go who are you talking to yeah yeah actually i put him on the podcast
1: oh really i forgot about
0: that i like put the mic over he sniffed into the mic did he speak No, he didn't. He was super quiet. He was chill.
1: You guys are lucky. But speaking of my absence, I was gone because my girlfriend contracted COVID-19. And so... The novel coronavirus. Just to... She is safe. She is good. She is healthy now. But my lifestyle tip is curbside pickup because that shit is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, there are definitely a few things that have come out of this pandemic that I really hope they stick around. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're fucking badass.
1: I read something the other day that the coronavirus didn't, um, you know, cause these businesses to fail or these industries to fail. It just accelerated that failure like it would have happened Ooh. eventually uh, okay. because we are kind of moving towards this as a society. You know,
0: I, I think it, I would say it's probably a combination of like people not going out and the accelerate like the ones that were definitely on a course of failure. That's going to happen a lot faster.
1: For sure, but this convenience is something that's hard to replicate.
0: Convenience is king. I've said that for a long time. Like your drive-throughs, your your things that are are easier for you to access are Mm -hmm. just like as Americans, that's what we fucking crave, without a doubt. That's what we
1: do. If you want to go to like have a personal experience, you go somewhere else. But curbside pickup is nice, man. You just sit in that booth, you call them, diddle on your phone a little bit. They just put all this shit in your car and you roll home. So tight. What are what are some of
0: the other like I don't know I don't want to call them innovations, but like the other things that have become a little bit more normal during the pandemic that you actually enjoy?
1: So I've realized this recently is that more like businesses have understood that everyone has a, well, not everyone, but most people have a phone and internet access. Yeah. And especially if you have extra money to spend out of business, you probably have yeah. those things. And so the jump in app technology. Insane. Oh my God. Cause I had to go and pick up some stuff from like Home Depot for my girlfriend. And the way that that is set up is just so convenient. And you know, you can just like take a picture of like your wall socket and it'll be like, yeah, this is exactly yeah. what you need.
0: I think the whole like QR code menu system for restaurants. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't need this big ass menu. I'm fucking flipping through and shit. Right. Get let me scan it on my phone. Now I can just click like, oh, it's like, oh, entrees. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Um to go drinks.
1: Also kind of Larry David of me, but I always use that phone. I you know, am not a person who, if you're sitting down at a restaurant, wants to be on my phone. Yeah. That gives you a little check in time. Mm, Not bad. (laughs) Not bad. I'm uh, still deciding. Let yeah. me text her yeah, back. Send this Let tweet. Me, uh, yeah. right.
0: uh I'm in love with to-go drinks. I don't know why it was like, so I'll call in.
1: I think you're in love with drinking and driving.
0: No, maybe. I've romanticized it a little bit. Uh <laughs> But like, so my favorite taco place, 44 Canteen, I can just call in order and be like, yeah, give me two to-go marks. And they'll just box them up and be like, here you go. It, box them? well they'll block up the food and then they'll put the drinks in the container okay, and okay. uh but that that's something like why can't we just take that and I understand cuz I guess once the coronavirus leaves like people are just going to get to go drink and just walk around and be in the right. public but that was one of my the first things that I noticed like when I was like all right I want to support some local businesses and get some drinks some food. and food they're like yeah it, now that uh This shit's happening. Just fucking take the booze. You don't know
1: how disappointed I am that they don't truly box the drinks like a juice box margarita. That would be awesome.
0: Have you ever had those Capri Suns where they inject them with vodka?
1: There's no way the Capri Sun brand does that. No, but the, the bar.
0: No, I've I've been like in. I was in Nashville. Yeah, and they just they pulled up like a syringe of vodka and had a needle on it, and then took a Capri Sun and then wear like the. At the top, they stuck it through, injected vodka, and then put like a Band-Aid or put some tape over it to cover the hole. So it looks just like a Capri Sun and just has like one little piece of tape on it. Huh. So you're like,
1: oh, nice little normal Capri Sun, and then you just get shit-faced. And I'm sure the alcohol to (laughs) other is the ratio there. Not good.
0: Are you talking about getting ripped off or just drinking way too much vodka?
1: I'm saying there's more vodka there if like a yeah. whole syringe versus that small yeah. ass Capri there's Sun. There's like
0: what six ounces of yeah, Capri it's Sun in like those nothing. things. There's nothing in and there. and there's
1: not that much flavor and to overtake it.
0: The perfect talk about the perfect pouch to chug, the perfect vessel to chug something. Oh, yeah, because you just then you just squeeze it, it down feels and so you good to squeeze those Capri Suns. All of a sudden good you're God. six in, and you're like, wait, these have vodka in them? <sighs> oh no.
1: Could be a bad time, but we have more good times for you. I hope. Lifestyle tip, you got one? Uh, If you can't box,
0: don't box. That's probably true. Talking to you, Nate Robinson, avid listener of the Sneaky Athletic Mm -hmm. podcast. Speaking of someone who's Sneaky Athletic, 5'9", three-time dunk champion, NBA dunk champion, like, oh, kind of sneaky, can jump over Dwight Howard? Are you kidding me? Knock the fuck out. Knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul. Came in like literally leading with his chin. I've never seen someone do that before. <laughs> and,
1: uh, just baiting him.
0: I mean, he was like, he's he like, here,
1: you want this? And just stuck his chin out. And just like, yuck. Jake Paul had two things going for him. One, he's Jake Paul. So everybody underestimates him. Everybody hates him. He's a heel. Right. But like part of that is like, we think you're a scrub and like, we don't think that you're capable of this. Two. I think we don't want to believe that he's capable of that. That's probably more accurate. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, you were training for the NBA and you just got out of your regular season. Yeah. And now you have to go and completely switch sports. Like athletes who do that, you know, train different muscles of their body, train different, you know, it it, it yeah. Health wise with its cardio or, you know, what you eat. I don't think he had as much time to get prepared while Jake Paul was just sitting there looking at pictures of Nate Robinson at night, just Jake Paul also foaming like, up the mouth. Has been boxing for a little while now. He's, Unfortunately, I think he has he experience might be a little bit more legitimate than we now, think.
0: He the thing is is he's gonna he has a great team around him, as much as nobody wants to admit it. He has a great team around him and he's gonna play this out. And just stair step his way up. If he were oh, to just yeah. jump, like he called out Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. If he were to jump to well, Conor McGregor. Key. So if, but if that fight happened in six months from now, he would get destroyed and it'd be like, all right, he's done. Let's mm-hmm. stop talking about him. We move on because that's how our brains work because we we eat the fucking social media cycle so quickly. And I think he knows that as a YouTuber. He knows that. So yeah. he's going to, he's going to like, oh, and now he's not going to take. Some like mid-level, like legit fighter who's been, you know, doing this since they were six years old. He's going to get somebody else who like kind of fights, but Mm -hmm. has a lot of notoriety, sell a fucking huge fight, make a bunch of money, beat them because all he's doing is boxing right now. He has so much money. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's just going to keep boxing.
1: Pay-per-view cut.
0: Yeah. So they didn't make the maximum amount of this off this weekend because a lot of it went to charity. Huh. So it wasn't like the the huge, huge fights, but they well, definitely got a cut. The
1: Paul brothers probably should do that the content, a little bit also more. Also, the
0: content he... Oh, for sure. The content <laughs> he created off the fight probably made him just as much money. Without a doubt.
1: As, so, but I think about that system that you're talking about and like all you have to do is call out Conor McGregor three or four times. D- you know, like after each fight, and, and it's get, like, I've been begging for you, and, and get now get Conor can tweet Conor. about
0: you once. Because yeah. then you're going to blow... No, all conor mcgregor has to do to promote a fight is say like three words like that's it he's he's so good at promoting fights now that it's just like if he even mention if he says your name out loud you are now going to be a highly promoted fight
1: come at me mate ah, they don't really say that in ireland do they are they Fuck off now there you go thank you just like Fuck something off like, now three words like, solid
0: boom and then he'd be like everyone's like oh my fucking god they start going All crazy
1: aboard. Like that's all it would take. His hype train is so ready. It always has passengers at the station. Yeah. Also, like I
0: didn't realize. Like Jake Paul's basically the same size as me, but just like cut as fuck. He's 6'1,
1: 189. I (laughs) I can't. I was like, wait, that's my statistics. Which Paul is which? Okay, Yeah. which was an issue for me. I don't get me wrong, I don't like either of them now that I've looked into it, but I thought he was the worst one, but yeah, he's not. Yeah,
0: Logan is the older one, which Logan would probably be better at fighting. Logan would be better at UFC. So Logan actually did better in like Ohio state wrestling like throughout high school. Huh. And
1: he is our age and then Jake's the younger one. You would think they would both try to stay away from the ropes. Well, uh, one of them is. All right. Uh, to get into our beef, or, well, at least mine currently, I have, I, well, not confirmed yet, but probably next week I'll get it confirmed. I think I have celiac disease.
0: It Crazy. just sucks,
1: uh, which if you don't know what that is, all that gluten-free shit that you see all the time going to the store that is now what I have to eat. All the time. It's not as bad as you think it is in taste. But let me tell you, the inconvenience of it is not fun. So, been changing my diet, been trying to get on that, but it just is a pain in my ass because all, not all of my favorite foods, but I gotta cut out cheeseburger buns. Mm. The cheeseburger itself is fine, but cheeseburger buns no longer exist. I have to do, uh, Gluten free chicken strips, which chicken strips were probably one of my favorite foods.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. I was trying to think of some of your, like, the worst ones for you.
1: Cheeseburger, chicken strips, tacos. Tacos are cool because yeah, corn, tortilla. corn tortillas. Yeah. And, like, I like street tacos. And, like, like chips and tacos salsa. You so just got
0: to make sure, like, you get the corn chips.
1: Right. It's not that big of a deal for, like, Hispanic food, but without a doubt, the chicken is an issue because the other breading. It's not bad. It just does not coat the chicken in the same way.
0: Yeah, and, and basically now you're just like, oh, I'm a grilled chicken guy. But I know no fried chicken. You're just. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be me walling here. down.
1: I'm just getting sad thinking. For me, about it now. like pasta would be much more of a, a big factor, but I don't feel like you're. You can. Here's the thing: is I can eat rice. And so there are plenty of gluten-free yeah. pastas, or like I can make plenty of dishes with rice. And I'm not like somebody who's. Some people are like rice is just like a. I can replace rice with noodles. I don't give a fuck. I'll yeah, eat I, rice ramen. I don't I, care. I like rice,
0: not as much as you. I like that's true. I like yeah. Italian. I like Italian food, to a higher degree. But like, I think your chicken strip love. Like I thought I was a chicken strip lover.
1: Bro, you like watching them chicken strip, and mozzarella sticks oh fuck i'm telling you i haven't found a gluten-free mozzarella stick yet and it pains me bro. damn that is like my favorite drunk food too
0: that's like your favorite i would say like that that's it's in my bar top food. five bar food just in general you're not even you have to be drunk like we would go there were <laughs> yeah, yeah there we like, mozzarella sticks in there the was middle like a the two-month period where we would go to a bar we'd go to billiards and you'd be like yeah i'll just take the mozz sticks or you'd be like, uh, cheeseburger and mott sticks. Like you just would order, like it was every single time we went there.
1: Their fries are all right. Their mott sticks are killer. I don't Their know. Their sticks are bomb. Is you that going to be-,
0: be one of those foods that every now and again, you're like, fuck it. <sighs> I just, the devil on your shoulders, is like just do it. Here's the thing. Especially after you've had a few drinks, that's the problem.
1: I think after I've had a few drinks, I'm more likely to concede to gluten free, to be honest. Because my girlfriend has been absolutely fantastic about it. I cannot give her enough credit that, like, essentially we kind of figured out that, like, gluten was the deal. And she went and, like, I had been quarantining at her house because, you know, obviously I was a close contact. And so we were, like, trying to buy groceries together and went out of her way to get so much good stuff for me. I can't be more thankful. It's
0: also, they're they're good cooks.
1: Yeah, that's true. Her and her brother. I couldn't
0: imagine... Having to go gluten free and you just can't cook. And no one if I was on my can't. own, because <laughs> then you're just like buying store. Like you're like, oh, this uh, fucking cauliflower crust pizza that's frozen. Like this is gonna be awesome.
1: No, uh, don't get me started.
0: Yeah, that would have been depressing, man. I would just eat a lot of sushi. I think if I was in your, if you, if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, I'm just a sushi guy now.
1: Miss me with raw fish.
0: I fucking love sushi. Uh, So my beef, yes, which is something that it just recently happened, but now we're both going through it, is our phone's connecting to the Wi-Fi here.
1: Phone is what that... I'm looking at your notes, and I just couldn't figure out... Yeah,
0: my handwriting... When
1: I'm just writing for me, mm-hmm. my handwriting is so bad. Isn't that such an interesting thing? It's like a code switch for writing. Yeah,
0: it really is. I write in cursive for myself, yeah, and then I write same. in manuscript for everything else.
1: Yeah, I am just like... And that's yeah. essentially how my words look. And like
0: I kind of, I kind of struggle to read it sometimes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> too, like, <yeah. laughs> it's like kind of a test. Like I will have to like go back. You know, I used to like I don't know, high school and college. I used to be a lot better because it was I was constantly reading right. my notes and stuff. Now, <laughs> if I go a little bit between writing and then, especially if I'm taking like quick notes or if I don't have a, a stable surface to write on, because I'll just let the pen work. I'll let the if pen... you don't have a
1: stable surface to write on. You're writing in cursive.
0: I'll just let the pen just go. It just, it writes its own words at that point. And I just kind of have to read it afterwards. I've
1: kind of like given up on cursive in a sense because there are certain cursive letters that I just don't like.
0: What's what's your least favorite cursive letter? I, B. Mine would be R and B. R? Yeah, because I'd usually just write, i write them flat. Yeah. So. If it's in the middle of a if it's in the middle of a word, so oh, you farmer don't, like, and end it? farmer and Chandler and gotcha. an R. So do the I'm ta- used to just a tail. Hat. Yeah. 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 So then when there's an R in the middle of a word mm. and I have to like actually work at it, right. This fucking sucks so bad.
1: V, Z and X.
0: B, dude. V, Up Z, and, and X. going like that.
1: No, you got you just got a loop, right, bro?
0: Then it looks like an L to me. Z's suck. We can all agree the Z is the oh, worst. A doubt.
1: So like I will completely write a Z on its own. Yeah. Or like I just, <laughs> I have this L. thing where I'll go just a little higher than like an M or an N and then go down real far and then continue on with my word and then I'll come back and put a cross on it for my axis, mm, which is just yeah. not cursive. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. I've gotten really bad about uh, my Ys. I just basically like continue the word. Is it like I I don't like make so I'll go down, and then make the loop and then just go back up. So it's just a loop underneath. It's not like a double up top.
1: Oh, I just
0: go down and make a loop and go on.
1: Oh, the Y is supposed to be a double up top.
0: Well, like it make the Y and then go down and go like that. I just go down and loop and go back up.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay,
0: this is terrible podcasting. Actually,
1: I don't think I know what you're talking about.
0: Like, uh. And now I can't think of even word. I just need to see what
1: you're saying. I don't like, really, so like, I'll I would, edit this out. So
0: like, I'll just go like that.
1: <sighs> what Chandler is trying to say is that he doesn't do the down low, like the under yeah. the bar line. Like if you were in elementary yeah. school, no, I do this part. Oh, you just go down. I don't like. You're ma- just a straight down guy.
0: Yeah, I make a quarter pipe, not a half pipe. Yeah, I go straight down. You like what you're saying? Woof. All right. And the word the. rough. The word the, I've gotten bad.
1: I think that's fine. I also do that shit.
0: It's just shit you pick up while you're doing cursive forever and you're you're only writing for yourself. Right. That's the thing is like when you're only writing for yourself, you just basically make up code. The fact that I know cursive in the first place. (laughs) is horseshit. Well,
1: I think it just like you shouldn't argue with me about this.
0: That's true. But I also was like, I just think about like Years of my education, not really years, but like, you know, I spent like a couple years trying to perfect it in elementary. And then all of a sudden one day they're like, it just doesn't fucking matter.
1: I still use it. So like, does it? You still use it. Why are you saying that?
0: Nobody else does. We do. Okay. It's us. That's Against the
1: world. Okay.
0: You have a Google this?
1: Yeah, I do. my Google this this week is a famous composer. Okay. Would you like to take a guess? I mean, there's Mozart, only like, Beethoven. It's Mozart. Okay. Mozart is a friend of scatology. You know what that word means? Scatology. Yes.
0: I mean the study of
1: scat, and you. Yes. Yes. Okay. And using scat in typical words and phrases. So. Apparently, this was a big deal whenever he was like touring or people were like, you know, playing his music where they would play these songs that like literally the chorus was lick my ass that he wrote. And like there was a point in time where like some high up person in England was like, no, the great Mozart would never write this. But if you look into it, that was like his family saying. You know, like, every family has, like, some just dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. They 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 say 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 to each other. And their thing is, lick my ass. And so... Wow. He has written tons of letters about, you know, lick my ass as, like, the write-off.
0: Confirmed, like, butt guy.
1: Let me get into that. So, he had an affair with his
0: cousin. Which I guess at the time was probably normal.
1: Regardless. He specifically talked about licking her ass in a literal sense as well as a couple of other things. He's just all over the place, man. It was an interesting read. And apparently like it has to do with like the patriarchy versus the common people and how that like was really accepted in Germany as like, you know, shit humor. Like that was like the thing for the lower class. Yeah. And apparently it goes back like super far in Germany. And even till today, they are a little bit more uh I don't, I don't know they're ass friendly yes yes
0: they're the ass, ass six powers
1: nice D- wow Well, that's done. like the best
0: one i've had in well normal, done for, probably yeah uh <laughs> man so god i just what's your what the be i just now i'm just thinking like <laughs> fucking mozart at a family dinner seeing his cousin chow down on some like fucking grub and he's like mate mm, that ass like <laughs> i'm just like mm. that's disgusting that's disgusting
1: Got to fast beforehand
0: Ugh. uh i have a google with this <laughs> i don't have what to feed a little more positive note so david chang yes who's a celebrity chef uh and he has tons of shows on Netflix, which are awesome. I think like Ugly Delicious and some other ones. Uh, he has some podcasts on the ringer as well. Good dude. He Yeah. Great dude.
1: Good dude to listen to. I don't know about him
0: personally. He's no Well, you're about to learn right now. Sweet. So he was on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, with, he was
1: the one who won. Correct. And he called Mina he called Kimes, Mina Kimes for, for his lifeline. Yeah. Yes.
0: And so the, the question was, who was the first president to ever touch a light switch? And I believe it said that he, so although he and his wife never touched a light switch, excuse me, for the fear of being shocked, who was the first <laughs> president to have electricity in the white house? So this president, it was uh Benjamin Harrison had, but he, well, of course, but he called Mina Kimes as his like lifeline. And this was on the million dollar question. And so she like was like, you know, she only has 20 or 25 seconds. And she's like, well, it wasn't Andrew Johnson. It wasn't like she goes through a quick. She's like, probably Harrison. And then right when she says that, it's like, meow, meow, it ends. And he was like, well, fuck. And he kind of goes through this thing. And so it's all the money is for charity, and he could walk away with five hundred thousand dollars for his charity, right? Which is going towards uh, hospitality workers who've been affected by the pandemic.
1: Is the, the a, charity a great? Who cost. wants to be a millionaire is still running.
0: What? Wait. What do you mean? I
1: I was making a joke. Oh no! Yeah,
0: they would just go right back to the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah,
1: because you know it's kind of a retirement home for whoever's running it. Exactly. Well, yeah.
0: I don't. Jimmy Fallon's or Jimmy Kimmel is the one who's running it now. What? Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Since when? Since Regis is. Is he dead? I think Regis is dead. All right. Go ahead. I'm gonna Uh, figure that out. Anyway, so he he sits there and he kind of debates it for a second, and he goes, "Jimmy, I'm gonna be honest. I have a gambling problem." (laughs) <laughs> he goes i'm a gambler through and through it's like i am 100 percent a gambler so i would i can't let myself just take the five hundred thousand dollars and walk away he goes i have to i have to take the game on this and so he was like harrison and he won the million dollars and he was the first celebrity to ever win who wants to be a millionaire
1: wow good for and him it all went to charity regis is dead yeah yeah july 24th this year have you ever seen the Who Wants to be a Millionaire episode? It's the only clip that I like truly stays with me where the guy calls his dad on the final question. He goes, I would like to use the lifeline for my dad. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> hey dad. I just want to let you know that I'm about to win a million dollars. Hangs up and answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> so just, badass. Oh wow, killer shit. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And Regis is like, um, okay, yeah, you want a million bucks. Yeah. But shout out uh David Chang. If if you If you don't consume any of his content, honestly, super funny. Uh, A great guy, and and he puts out great content and does a lot of great things for people in the hospitality industry.
1: Good to hear. Well, I have some people who are out of business for my what the feed, unfortunately, because Nintendo bought Mm. the rights to a movie. What movie? Super Horny Obros. Excuse me? I'll repeat it for you. Super Horneo Bros. So very nice. Yes. They had released films one and two of Super Horneo Bros. Naturally. Well, of course there was gonna be a sequel. Yeah. I mean, what's next? You know, Luigi and the Flying Castle, and it goes yeah. on and on. Uh there's the whole furry episode where Mario gets like, oh, you God. know, the uh, what's the hat with the raccoon tail? Whatever. Uh, you like get Davy point. Crockett. I'm yeah. just
0: thinking about how Bowser's uncircumcised. That's right.
1: I actually think he's probably one of the safest ones because he's always got a shell on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. yeah.
1: <laughs> God damn. Anyways, Nintendo bought the rights to Super Horneo Bros just so they could quit. Yeah, they're its like production. Shut <laughs> <down.">
0: <laughs> it had to feel so good as the owner to the rights of Super Horneo Bros. Oh
1: man, you just made a payday, man. You're like,
0: you no, know, they're like, hey, hundred thousand, shut up. They're like. 500 and they're like okay fine like fuck it 750,000 they're like damn it it's <laughs> like they just keep Worked going out like, well yeah super Either horny that, or they're like name your price we'll buy it and we'll shut it down and they're like mm, half a million dollars like done and they're like fuck we should have said way more
1: i think that if i'm the other person on that negotiation i say no initially and then I immediately try to copy them as much as I can. Like their last game that came out. I try to replicate yeah. it as much as possible. Yeah. And then come back to me with a bit.
0: Yeah. Or, I mean, just threaten to start production again.
1: Yeah. It's all true. you
0: have to do. And they're yeah. going to just double it at least.
1: To me, a hornyo.
0: <laughs> so it's
1: my a su- Suck
0: on my dick.
1: <laughs> Makes the spicy mushrooms. Yeah. Ironically just, shaped just imagined, like a penis. I just imagine that. What's
0: you know the sound of him like growing bigger?
1: Oh my god! They play as, that sound as someone's as getting an erection, like and it's the like fluffers it's like, on the Toon, side goes <laughs> <"Toon."> up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Forge and Fire? Uh, that's what is that? It's it sounds super familiar. My SAP MDB, and it is the show. It just got on Netflix. The sixth season where they bring people in, and it's, you know, like a competition show, just like, you know, you would think normal competition shows are, but they have to make, like, blades.
0: Yeah, okay, yes, I have seen, like, not all of it, but yeah. Knives, swords. Axes, I feel like. Yeah, all sorts of shit, yeah, absolutely. It's like blacksmiths. Yes, exactly. Okay,
1: Um, You know, sometimes they're really experienced, sometimes they're really shitty. It's good.
0: It's, like, legit. I think why it's so good is because it's just a bunch of, like, blue-collar people doing it and they just don't care
1: you have such a wide range actually because that's the thing that gets me is like i watched one of these episodes and this guy walked in with like a baby blue v-neck on and then bright red pants like he was going to easter church hell yeah and he was up against this guy who's like yeah man i just uh you know kind of started putting some shit together in my truck and you know brought it down to the shop and we just you know Start blacksmithing yeah. I don't like, know
0: And he probably owns Like two pairs
1: of Levi's And a Carhartt coat He verbatim said If you ask my friends They'd probably Call me the redneck From down the street And if you ask me I'd probably say I'm the redneck From down yeah. the street <laughs>
0: yeah. Like hell yeah You guys wanna drink Some PBR after this
1: Redneck from down the street One
0: though Oh well as We all expect
1: Yeah and you know there's but That show is nice I think it's not all Overproduced All different ones There are some issues it, With it But it's okay Um it's one of those things that, like, I I watch shows like that, and I'm like, I just need to see the recap from the last episode, and then I need to see the mm. very end on who they decide. Like, the in-between is kind of, like, redundant. This one, you can kind of see in-between, and it's still entertaining. So, uh, check it out if you're bored watching it. It's not something that's over the top. Like, this is probably my least recommended SAP, but it's a good little throw-on. Interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I. I fuck with it. I uh, I recently watched the rest, of season four of Rick and Morty, which is on Hulu now, uh, which is nice. Which is,
1: I mean, I don't think I'm been waiting for my. I, I don't know what happened after the. Like, I watched the first section of season, the first four.
0: five. Yeah.
1: No spoilers.
0: No, I, I I can't even remember. I literally watched them all in a row, and like off the top of my head, like you know they all run together, right?
1: I would fight you over spoilers. So like if
0: I now. if I rewatched it, I would remember. But like off the top of my head, I can't even remember because the show kind of has it well no one it's so random right. it's so wow. random and kind of to has an a extent. Simi- has kind of a similar premise, but the things that happen during that timeline that's already laid out are so fucking insanely random because the writers and everybody just basically spitball and do whatever they want. It's I, hard for me to remember.
1: I think that's the beauty of Dan Harmon as a producer, because he also did Community as well as Rick and Morty. Yeah. And you go and, like, Rick and Morty obviously has a lot more creative freedom where, you know, there's different worlds and you're doing all sorts of shit. But even in Community, you know, they were doing, like, a paintball episode and all sorts of, like, alternate dimensions yeah. for a game night with this study group. There
0: is an underlying plot. Right. But it's basically free-for-all getting there.
1: It is... Just the same as if you, like the office, you know, you kind of see that um, chemistry and those relationships work out and, you know, it has a little bit of aligning. This one is things that you didn't really notice and then it comes together at the end. And you're like, oh shit, everything was linked. Obviously the yeah. office is a little more straightforward, but yeah, sure. it surprises you. There's RIP
0: to the office. No, time with that. It's about time. Yeah. We've all seen it eight times over. At least I need a new background show, yeah, well, I mean now they're I guess now nah, Rick and morty there's not enough of. I don't I don't know,
1: I've launched the first three seasons at least three times a piece,
0: yeah, but there's only now there's only forty episodes out right, or something like that uh let's talk some sports, okay, sports 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 uh the n f l what a weird week, the longest week in nFL history mm-hmm. it started on Thanksgiving day, and the Steelers and Ravens just played tonight, Wednesday, December 2nd. And the winner was P- Pittsburgh. Steelers. yeah, yeah. And they almost coughed it up, too. It was close. Big Ben.
1: Which is a rough look with how many people the Ravens had out.
0: Ravens were on their third string quarterback.
1: I think they had, like, who was plus 11 starters out? Uh,
0: God damn it. Now I can't think of his name. He was Penn State's quarterback. Hefty Lefty. No,
1: no, no, no. He was recently... It doesn't matter. I'm thinking of their punter. They had a hefty punter. The he, hefty lefty kicker. played for... He was the
0: kicker. He was on our Sneaky Athletic Hall of Fame.
1: Right. Uh, the hefty lefty played for University of Kentucky. Correct. Jared Lorenzen.
0: I can't... God damn it. Anyway. Way uh, to be prepared. They should not have been able to put up that big of a fight. RG3 I got agree. hurt. Shocker. Uh Yeah, everybody was like, damn. Grass grows. so surprised. Uh but I it was it was a, such a weird week in, in the NFL because I truly can't grasp any of these teams. It's like I can't get a feel besides the Chiefs. The Steelers I really can't even because they like I
1: They've had an easy schedule. I think that it's yeah, really but I, clear, honestly, to me.
0: But they're gonna they're gonna be the one seed unless they like they play the Browns, I think. That's the only team left.
1: I mean, because they had the one seed unfortunately they get the this buy year. They
0: get the one buy.
1: I get it, but that doesn't mean that they were necessarily the best team. Like, well, I mean, yeah. But still, it... It sucks know. as a Chiefs fan. But then you, yeah. you
0: get the... Like the Titans. I can't get a grasp on them. They're flip-flopping back and forth. The Raiders lay down and just took a fucking fat L.
1: The Raiders always do Raider shit. I don't know why anybody expects fucking consistency from them. It's just a Just a smidge, though. The Falcons dominated. Oh my god, that was surprising, but you knew that they had it in them? They've showed it before? Yes,
0: it is in their track record to do this. It just like, Derek Carr played one of the best games of his life last week.
1: Which means he completed every single pass for about seven yards.
0: He actually threw some down the field, but yes, see, that's typically his best games is he's checked down machine. Uh, And then you had Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill
1: unstoppable forces sorry if you played against them in fantasy this week
0: yeah i actually had tyreek i had tyreek in two leagues and lost both
1: i had patty but i had to play against that uh receiver who put up three tutties on thanksgiving oh uh gibson is his last name for washington antonio gibson yeah uh it it was just uh i lost my game by five points nobody cares it was it was one of those the person speaking in the mic cares and that's probably <laughs> the most important for this guess podcast. You're the one who
0: you're the one who. Well, yeah, you are. This is your podcast, uh, and you're the one who paid to be in those leaks. Uh, Unfortunately, know. there's just so much. Like the the Packer, like the Bears are absolutely trash. The Packers, I can't get a feel for them because it's like yeah, they kick the shit out of these shitty teams, but then like when they play a
1: decent team, I'm like. I, I don't know. They don't have everything together. Like, I don't know what you don't get about this. Like, we've been doing top four, Bottom four. Okay, obviously their defense isn't as good as we thought they were. Russ can't do as much as we thought. They have one thing. It's like, yes, that's a great combo, but we've seen just one combo be shut down. If that's all you have to fucking worry about. So who's
0: your, who, give me your top four.
1: Kansas City.
0: Yep. Pittsburgh.
1: They're probably my three. I do think Tampa Bay's in the top four. Pittsburgh's in in the top four. Tampa Bay's lost three of their last four against the Chiefs, and then against who did they lose to? Otherwise, Green Bay.
0: It, three of their last four. Let me. I'm pulling up the schedule. Right Which is now.
1: like the Chiefs, Green Bay, and somebody else. The Rams,
0: was... the Panthers, the Saints, and then they beat the Giants. They lost the. They they lost three in a row now. Or no wait. They beat the Panthers. They they lost to the Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs in the
1: last four. I don't know what's going on with the Saints. Here's the issue with that question is the fact that you, like, am I talking a full roster? Am I not talking a full roster? That's what I'm
0: saying. This It's so, I every time I'm like. Breaking
1: put, news right now. I'm okay. sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, no. Please, please. Rockets, Wizards, have a Westbrook. John Wall Deal.
0: Okay. Well, this is huge.
1: Yeah. Did, I think that means... Who tweeted that? Shams? Oh, I, it was just on my ESPN app because I was looking at the top oh. of the uh, NFL standings and like I opened up my app to that, you know? Holy shit. Let's
0: see if I can find a little something.
1: It's kind of hard being a fan of like the top NFL team, though, because like comparing everybody, comparing everybody else to you, and just in this sense, and like the comparisons are hard to gauge because you always think of your team as the bar. I'm not saying it's hard, as in week in week out, you're cheering for them, but like it's hard for me to compare the Steelers, who unfortunately have this super weak schedule and are going to skate through. To somebody who's actually played some decent opponents like the Chiefs and battled yeah. through.
0: So Houston has agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to Washington for John Wall and a first-round pick.
1: Bro, that's it? They must know something that we the Rockets don't know.
0: Source stance on James Harden has not changed. Houston hopes to be competitive with him this season and does not envision a scenario where Harden would be traded before the opener.
1: Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Seattle... No, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, New Orleans is my top four final. Uh, but. Because the Seahawks, talk about a
0: fucking that backdoor cover on Monday night. I, I'm i thankful I had the Seahawks minus rough. six. I, I bought them up a half a point. If I would have had them six and a half, I would have fucking lost
1: it. Bad night for you guys. Uh, sorry. I feel yeah. your pain.
0: Because the Eagles are... Absolutely hot garbage.
1: Tough, yeah. Do you have any more NFL thing, or should we just move into this breaking news?
0: Yeah, we can get into it. So uh,
1: you know, and ju- like, what what do you think of this just off the bat? Because what it seems to me is one, Bradley Beal wants the team
0: in Washington.
1: Correct. Yes. Which means you have to get the main guy out, but that's a dangerous scenario because you just brought another guy in who wants to be the main guy.
0: It doesn't make sense for Washington.
1: Unless you deal it him again. Feels,
0: unless you deal him again because you're just, I was like, well, they don't want John Wall because they have to pay him. But I guess unless they don't think he's worth be- paying and they think Russ is worth paying.
1: I think, like, but Russ doesn't loves to- John Wall. So, yeah. he has to be not the same John Wall for them to let him go. Or Bradley Beal is really trying to push him out.
0: Which, like, how does he
1: have power? Because I don't know if I actually I know that you haven't watched Wizards games. He is the only saving grace that they've had for about two years now. That Wall's been like constantly on the injured list. Yeah, it just doesn't make. I mean, it's just like John Wall's better. No, not right now, at least.
0: I, mean, I guess that that's not the way that they see it. I don't they, know. It just I just seems like Russell Westbrook
1: doesn't. John Wall is better than Russ, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It, well, it doesn't seem like Russ but, doesn't elevate his other uh, people around. him. Correct. That's what's what the issue. And that's that why I'm like, why earlier. do
0: you want to bring this guy in? Like, I, it doesn't make it for me. Like a, like a team, like it doesn't matter. Sacramento.
1: Like, why not just blow bag, bring him in. If he, if some of the, if Sacramento just gave a five-year extension to deer and eat your ass Fox is why.
0: Yeah, I guess that, like, I don't pay attention to what they do. So yeah. I, um,
1: they're also not the bottom of the barrel. But, anymore.
0: like, yeah, I know they, well, they've had a lot of first round, early first round draft picks. They had a lot, a lot of lottery nobody picks. wanted
1: Buddy Heald, though, which was really surprising to me. It's
0: because he's like 35. Right. And, like, I get I mean, that. What do you mean? <laughs> he's like 30, 35 and four grandkids.
1: He has that fucking, uh, goddammit. I say this every time, but that birth certificate yeah, this is right, written yeah, in Crown. Yeah, I am 13. I am, t- I am
0: 12. Uh I don't know. That's interesting cuz I why does Houston love having multiple point guards? What do you mean? I and I guess
1: what what do you mean?
0: Who's the other point guard, Austin Rivers? Well, they it was Chris Paul and James Harden James is not Worden. a point guard. They love focusing just on having
1: guards. When yeah, that is they love spreading the ball, but but Daryl sure Morey just left and that was his philosophy.
0: So why are, they, why are they staying with that?
1: They have John Wall and James Harden. They're, they, they've tried that staying with they them? Are, They've
0: tried the guard system.
1: They've always and it's not the guard that.
0: system of like what Golden State was doing, where it's like the best shooters, shooters yes. of all time. Yes. When and then when Golden State was really really dominant, they had Kevin Durant, so they had a big guy. Like it, it seems like I, I guess it's hard because LeBron is always in the picture. But it seems like like this last year with the Lakers, what worked out best was when they were like, "Oh fuck, Anthony Davis," oh no, and then like the Heat,
1: when they're like, "Oh shit, we have to worry about," yeah, they're like, "We have to get yeah. in the paint," uh, yeah. like
0: they're like, "Oh fuck, we didn't even we didn't thought yes. about this," like yeah. people are playing the Heat and they're like, they're actually like physical and like work harder than us, and right. they're not just like shooting threes, like oh shit. Yes. Like that's why I'm like Houston. It seems like they're just leaning into this. They're like, "Oh fuck it, we're just going to be guard a guard heavy team and like focus on our guard play and let that win." But that seems to not have won anybody anything since like 2016. Or
1: what. to be fair, it seems to have won somebody about five championships and well, four championships in five years. Who? Golden State?
0: Well, but they're the they're the exemption because they're the best shooters. They are, they are of all the time.
1: shooting group. But and, James Harden and Clay Thompson should be included. Clay Thompson in the shooter.
0: Yes, but Clay Thompson, elite defender.
1: That is a great point. But also gone again this year, which sucks. I, I feel for that him, man. Fu- that
0: is the, I want him to be back in basketball because it's kind of so funny to look athlete. at him. He's just like a kind of a dorky looking dude, and then he's just like, "Oh wait, you put up thirty nine and a quarter or some On shit like that." Dribbles. Like, Yeah. Um, something along a few multiple weeks ago we kind of slandered Chris Paul's defensive ability I think he's made like a lot of all NBA defensive teams that was pointed out by Rich Heron
1: I think here's my thing he's a good defender he's mm. he is he has specific things about his defending that is really good he's the Chris Paul is not capable of keeping up with certain guards in the league anymore it's just age it's well, a fact i mean yeah you're
0: explosive guys who are gonna like be jamming the ball but he's which chris who paul, are you gonna be guarding chris paul is guard. the guy at fucking open gym where like he lets you blow by him and then he fucking reaches around and picks your pocket and knocks the ball out which he's too smart good.
1: i don't get me wrong he's a good defender i don't
0: he's not a he's not an elite defender yes now we yes. can all agree on that. Yeah, He's yeah. been a good defender in the past. He has been yes. an elite defender. That's what, all I was trying to say. Oh, I wasn't trying to argue that. that he's like elite, top-tier defender now. He has a track record of being a
1: good defensive player. I in the love NBA. that I'm arguing with Reg through you. Yeah. But well, I, no, I can agree with that. Absolutely. Now, not so much. A yeah. Clipper day, without a doubt. How did that team not do better? And they're the Clippers.
0: It's insane. Yep. Like looking back at them, I'm like god. Well, can man. you name
1: anybody I actually I can name four people from their team. Austin Rivers. Five <laughs> people from their team.
0: Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. I was like I know there's somebody else yep. that we were both going to, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it. Silky smooth from the elbow. Uh yeah. And Jamal Crawford would come off the bench, wouldn't he?
1: Yeah, Jamal yeah, Crawford was that second team. Like, like, yeah, putting in points. He got like two or three. Jamal Crawford seven. just goes out there in street balls and puts in buckets. Like, what for are you sure. going to
0: do? I don't know. I love the NBA making a splash now.
1: It is wild. We're in I'm, the middle of speculation about Giannis. I don't know what's going on with you, that.
0: I mean, would they kick off in three weeks?
1: Yes. At the And end we're going to get back
0: and just have sports all the
1: time. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, Giannis has gone back to Milwaukee. We'll see if that's for signing people. Because one of their trades kind of fell through. Yeah. We didn't get Brogdanovich, which is unfortunate, but they you know, brought in Drew Holiday. They probably need to make another play to get Giannis to stay, to be real honest with you, because he's tweeting out about making sacrifices, which might mean we're taking some people off this team or I'm leaving yeah. you. You know, whatever that is to you, you know, you can judge it your own way. We don't know yet, but... It's gonna be a wild couple of weeks before that ends. It's yeah. These next few weeks are gonna be fun. Twenty first or twenty second to like you know maximum extent. So I'm excited. Fingers crossed. A lot of good sports in our future. If he goes to a team that I hate, I'm completely jumping off shit.
0: You're just gonna follow him.
1: Well, I've always said that I am a Giannis fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I, which I will never hate on because. I've been a LeBron yeah. fan. Like I, I stuck to him early, like just like you did mm-hmm. with Giannis. Like we both was like, "Oh, you know, that's the guy I like watching mm-hmm. play basketball." So I'm just gonna wherever he goes, I'm just gonna without be that doubt. fan. Yeah. So I can't hate on that. I think the NBA is a lot like that. We've I will like
1: Giannis that. wherever he goes. My favorite team, probably like without a doubt, whoever's there because I like the organization. Miami. It was my first NBA game. You know, I can't hate on it, so but. Nice. Wherever Giannis is is number one for sure, and we are your number one podcast. That's Do right. we have anything else? No, I got to take a piss, so we'll get out of here. Wrap it.
0: All right, love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.